Good morning. So, um, are there any good meals, foods, ways of training, exercise that I should do post-menopause? That was a question I had um, yesterday. It comes up a lot, actually. We, I actually went over in my Q&A last night um, all about this and in a bit more detail. But I just want to touch on three, three principles that I would say still apply to everyone, no matter what, but um, may just be more tricky during during perimenopause, postmenopause. However, they still apply. So number one, the most important thing is still calories in, calories out. And I know we, you probably hear this a lot, but it's important to consider that despite all the talk around everything else that you can from low carb to high fat to all of these things, which I will go into, calories in, calories out, morning Tracy is still the number one thing. Okay, so that's still the number one thing. Now, yes, it may be harder to eat the amount of calories that you're required to eat to lose body fat. And that may be due to other reasons, like number two, maybe we're more, we've got all these hormonal changes going on. You know, we know from research that people who take HRT generally burn more calories at rest than people who don't. Um, you've then got the aspect of just life in general. Like if you're then getting symptoms from menopause or you've, maybe you've been through it, um, but if you've now struggled to sleep a bit more um, or you get symptoms around sleep, um, this can then impact our hunger. We perceive foods as more rewarding than they actually are. Then we're potentially eating more the next day. So sleep's a really key one. And we know that research shows around um, HRT and sleep seems to have benefit. I'm saying take that. If you're post-menopause, this is a different conversation. Um, but some would argue you know, once even post that should be the recommendation. I'm not here to talk about that, but I'm just explaining what the research shows at the moment. But one thing you can do is look at protein, which is number two, which again applies for everyone, but we see time and time again in research from 1.1 grams per kilogram of body weight to 1.4 grams per kilogram of body weight that in women, menopausal, postmenopause, seems to have a benefit in strength, in bone density, in, in minimizing bone loss, which we know is key because osteoporosis, osteopenia, is more likely during this age, for many reasons, hormonal changes, but also we tend to do less in terms of muscle strengthening moves, in terms of everyday things that we do. And just in general, not even at this age, but really just now, like we see um, sarcopenic obesity gaining traction right now, which is basically people who are, are lose, who got low muscle mass, high body fat, um, even at a young age which is quite rare you know, in human history because we were so labor driven, we would be moving a lot more, using our muscles a lot more, but there's many factors to that, convenience food, fast foods, but also um, lack of physical activity, which is my third one. So we've got the protein aspect in that, not to mention in terms of fat loss, just on that protein, if you think about it, it's like getting great interest rates when you eat protein. So when you eat protein, around 20 to 25% of the calories that you eat are then burned in digestion. Not to say don't get crazy tracking on this, but if you think about it, that's like only 75% stays there because of the digestion and absorption of protein is so laborious. You compare that to say carbohydrates, you're looking at about five to 10%. You compare that to fat, only 3%. So if your body really wanted to gain fat, like eating fat, carbohydrates, generally is, is less um, is perhaps more efficient. And when, you're, when you want to be losing body fat, you want to be inefficient with what you do, with your nutrient intake, 
with the exercise you do, and speaking of the exercise you do, number three is resistance exercise, more so than ever, weight bearing. And we know that for you know, osteopenia, which is like the start of osteoporosis in terms of bone health, adding resistance in is gonna be really key for that. We know as well that muscle loss with age happens. Um, many reasons, perhaps we do less, but also um, people often haven't really looked at the resistance style of work. And by resistance and weight bearing, I don't mean you have to lift super heavy weights, like body weight is fine too, but in a way that's done in a certain tempo to help you really maximize in terms of muscle and body shape, which can also then help with fat loss and also our relationship with the scales, our body, body image, because ultimately actually when more than a number and actually there's many things that can change it, our strength, our fitness level, um, how we look as well, regardless of our scales. So um, in short, protein, resistance exercise, it all calories in, calories out will still be the key thing on here. Yes, there's a few things um, you can do um, extra on that, which if you have any questions on, do let me know. Um, and I covered in the Q&A in our group yesterday. But any questions, as always, let me know and I'll see you soon. Take care.